Hey, you're listening to Just Say the Word. I'm your host, Erin Sanchez, and this is a storytelling podcast. In every episode, you'll hear a story from me or my guests from around the world. Then we'll encapsulate a key lesson from that story in just one word you can apply in your own life or business. If you're an entrepreneur looking to get inspired and make your mark on the world, you're in the right place. Your story is your legacy, and I want to help you tell it better. Visit candidlyerin.com for more writing, communications, and personal branding advice. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I have a very exciting guest, Shelly Jorgensen. Shelly is a power connector and believes that your success is probably hiding in the next person you meet. Having led live executive networking events for nearly a decade, she took her expertise to the online space to create a virtual networking experience for women in business called the Veranda Virtual Network. She partnered with Karen McDermott, a member of the Veranda, to open ENE, Executive Networking Events, and host this amazing event at Crom Castle, Northern Ireland. Shelley's also the president of Gavent Executive Network. She says she's just a grandma from Idaho. That's her favorite title next to being a mom of five and the wife of her high school sweetheart for 30 years now. Shelly, thank you so much for being on. You sound like a very busy lady. Erin, <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here with you and all of your audience. Hello, everyone. Yeah, so, uh, you know, networking uh, is something that you and I had a chat before we actually um, recorded this podcast episode, and I was singing the praises of what you do because I think a lot of people who are just getting started in business, which is many of our listeners, don't really understand the power of networking. So when did you kind of discover that power? Like how did you fall in love with, with networking? Oh, I have a perfect story for all of you that are (laughs) out there. I was a newbie to this word, not understanding what it meant, diving into the business world as well. And, um, kind of just looked over this idea of networking. And really, if I could describe networking to you is think of adding really cool people to your world. That's all it is. It's just adding cool friends to your life, adding cool business associates to your world. That is networking. It's, it's nothing more than that. Um, the story, however, Erin, you're going to love this one. So <laughs> my first ever networking event came. I actually traveled out of state to um, visit a really well-established high-end networking event. Having just jumped into business myself um, a couple of years before that, um, I was approached to help um, a gentleman start a networking group in my town. And because I didn't know about networking or really understand it, it was really important that I go and figure out what is this thing, this networking thing. So here I am, imagine yourself in my shoes. I'm sitting at a table of um, six executives. So all way fancier than I am, way fancier. (laughs) I felt completely outclassed, completely outdone. I felt like I had two left shoes on. And I'm sitting there at this table, um, and, I'll, and we can talk about the process of networking in a little bit, but le- networking is really a linear process going from no to like to trust. Like, how does that work? And when we skip some of that, that's when people say no, right? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't understand what you're doing. It's because we didn't go through the process of no, like, trust. So when um, here I am sitting at this table, Aaron, and um, the guy is, so we get to the, the, the trust part. We've built the know and the like, and now we're like, we understand each other a little bit at this event. And the guy next to me, it's his turn to say what his needs as a business owner are. 
And so he says, and I cannot believe this, he <laughs> says, I'm looking for an introduction to the CEO of owners of overstock.com. Mm. Now, if you're from the US, you know, overstock.com is a massive company. And I just sat there and I looked at him and I'm like, the audacity of such a question. <laughs> you just asked to meet the CEO of a major corporation right here in front of me. So I literally sat back in my chair and I thought, okay, I'm going to watch the show. I don't understand this. I don't understand how you could possibly just ask that question. Um, and then, and I thought, and, and does this work? Right. Mm -hmm. That was probably my real question. So, um, the guy across the table, our little table of six, he starts with an apology and he says, you know what? I'm so sorry. I actually don't know the CEO, but I do know the vice president and I'd be happy to make an introduction for you. And my <laughs> jaw dropped and right. I could not believe what just happened. He's apologizing, first of all, for not knowing the CEO, but does know the, the VP. But really the most important thing was that he was willing to make that connection. Mm -hmm. And right there, Aaron, and, and everyone that's listening, right there is where I realized that two things. Number one, oh, I love networking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if we can get a connection like that and a warm introduction. We all know a warm introduction moves fastest, right? Yes. A warm introduction is defined by um, Aaron knowing someone and Aaron introducing me to someone in her circle, right? That's a warm introduction. Aaron's vouching for me. So we all know a warm introduction goes faster than a cold introduction. And so I learned that I love networking. Number two, I learned that networking is a lot like ordering a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear this metaphor. <laughs> Truthfully. So let's say you're at Panera or wherever your favorite place is to get a sandwich and you go up to the counter and I say, I'd like wheat and turkey and put some avocado on it. And if you're weird like me, I don't love cheese. So I'd say, hold the cheese. You know, I'm telling her exactly what I want on my sandwich. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's her job then to build that sandwich. Mm -hmm. So when we're in a ne networking situation, if we've gone through the no like and trust process, and um, then then we get to that part where we can ask a question, um, it happens. Like you ask that specific question, what do you need? How can I help you? Right. Mm -hmm. So he said, right to the point. I want an introduction to the CEO of Overstock.com, and then it, it happened for him. And so. You know, that's when I fell in love with networking. Before that, no, I had really no understanding of the power of it before I saw that one power move right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe now that I've explained that to you and, uh, you know, and all of your listeners, you can now see the point of why build a network. Okay. So these gentlemen sitting at the table had never met before, mm -hmm. but they were placed in a situation where they could build their, their trust, get to know each other. And then ask that question, okay, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. and that's networking. Networking is, is, is a business term for service. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I help you? And if you think of networking as a business term for service, that's really where I'm at. Like heart-centered networking, right? That's it. How can I mm -hmm. help you? I like you, you know? Yeah. No, I love that explanation of it and also that story so much. And there's so many different pieces that I want to like pull on the threads of. Um, so I'm trying to decide where to start. But I think one of the things that, well, one of the good starting points here is what makes networking, because I talk about the know, like, and trust factor in content, right? In any of the marketing that we're doing, when we're building an audience, when we're building, you know, a try, whatever you want to call it, 
it's about building that know, like, and trust factor. Um, and we know that a marketing message has to show up in front of somebody multiple times before you can build that know, like, and trust. Video does it a little bit faster. Networking, you're in person, it builds it almost immediately, right? One conversation. So what do you kind of, do you, do you talk to your own clients and your own network about, about that aspect of it? Or why do you think that is that you can build that know, like, and trust so much quicker? Or maybe do you believe that I should ask first? Cause I'm kind of putting words in your mouth. So the question is, is do you, do I feel like I can, you can build it faster in person? Is that what you're yes. asking? And, and why, if, if so, yeah. You know, that kneecap to kneecap situation, that's the very best, right? Like when we're breathing each other's air, if you will, and we really right there in the same room, you can read body language, you can read them better as a person, uh, in person for sure. Um, second best is online, right? Like mm -hmm. look at like Aaron and I met online, an introduction was made, here we are on this podcast. And um, for where I'm at in my world, I have opportunities to both network in person, which are two live events that I host. Um, for Givent Executive Network, and then my online groups um, are all virtual. Now, the question is, I think, can we build this transactionary, transactionary, influential um, relationship in an online space? I wondered that, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. When I was transitioning from, you know, hosting these amazing, power-packed, exciting uh, networking events for these fancy executives in my world, um, could I transition that energy, that excitement, that real connection into the online world? I didn't know, Erin. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I could. And so I opened for business, opened my first um, online networking um, experience called The Veranda a couple years ago. And um, I started to see it happen. And I started to see these people connect. And then I started to see them meet up in places and then I started to see them collaborate for events and, and products. And I thought, we can do it. But really, truthfully, the biggest evidence that you can network and you can build powerful relationships online that become transactionary is my business partner, Karen, in the executive networking events uh, event we held at the castle in Ireland. So Karen was a member of my virtual networking group. We meet every month with women from all over the world. And uh, she's like, Shelly, we need to do an event together. I'm a publisher. You're a networker. Let's, let's get all your business people published. And I'm like, fun. Let's do it. Where should we do it? She goes, well, there's this castle in Ireland <laughs> that I hosted an event at before. And uh, we should do it again. And, or we should do it. And I thought, oh, what kind of crazy lady says we should rent a castle in Ireland and host an event there. And um, yes, I would love to be a part of this. Yeah, you know? it was like my kind, my kind of crazy lady. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so the very fact that here, Karen and I met online, we planned this event talking every day for 365 days. We'd never met in person until two days before we walked into that castle. Mm. Never. We pulled executives together from eight countries and they stayed in the castle with us. And um, Yes, the answer is, can you build a relationship better in person? Yes. Can you also build a fantastic relationship online? Yes, absolutely. And they both can turn into a massive opportunity for you. 
Yeah, I completely agree because I do, I do a little bit of in-person networking. I should do more, I know. Um, but I do a ton of connecting online, whether it's through the podcast, through Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. And it's so funny because now more of my, my friends, my peers, my circle of, you know, support network are people who I've never even met people who I do get on Zoom calls with weekly, right? Um, so I do think it's, it's very powerful, whether it's for connection, like the gentleman who wanted to, you know, connect with the CEO of Overstock, which yeah. will love that shopping site, but also um, whether you need someone else to just kind of keep you going when you're like, I need to springboard this idea or, or whatever the case. Um, so I want to ask you about your online networking because you explained it to me a little bit. Um, and I loved how you described, I think you have like these breakout like rooms or little networking, right? So tell our listeners a little bit about what that looks like so that they can kind of understand how you can more traditionally quote unquote network online. Sure. I'd love to. So that was the big idea I had. It was about three years ago now was how can I create an international product? How can I serve a global audience with my skill set? Right. I think we're all asking that question mm-hmm. um, here now with all of these abilities and this reach and this amazing opportunity that's out there. How can we take what we do best and serve the world? Because we don't, we can now because we absolutely can. Mm-hmm. So it took me a long time to figure out, okay, how do I take, so imagine yourself in a, in a, in a, a conference room with 120 executives, um, round tables of six, and um, they're going through a process of networking. Usually I'm the MC. Actually, I'm always the MC at these events, and they happen in two locations. And so I thought, well, if I can do this so well in a, a, a pub, you know, a live space, is there a way and what are the tools to doing this online. I had no idea. I could see it in my head, but I didn't know how to create it. Seriously. Mm-hmm. How would I create? Cause imagine a zoom call here and we're all on one screen and we are all together, but that doesn't allow for that small round table discussion that happens where the, really where the power happens, right. At, at a networking event, because the, the, the full like keynote kind of listening kind of webinar setup is great, but it's not my, it's, it's not the level of great that I like. It's, mm-hmm. I like a little better than that. So um, on our, uh, it took me a long time to figure out that Zoom had the capability to help me um, by utilizing breakout rooms. And um, <clears throat> so we go through this, you know, proprietary process in, in uh, these breakout rooms and in this meeting, if you will. And we meet every single month on the first Thursday of every month is our women's group. Our group for men and women meets the fourth Wednesday of every month. And um, basically, imagine yourself, here we are, keynote speaker, all on one screen. And then um, for about, um, I don't know, the first half hour or just a little bit more than that. And then we push you into breakout sessions. Inside these breakout sessions, you'll go through a process of, okay, what is your business? Uh, what what introductions do you need? What's What's broken? What's busted? How can we help each other? And then listening for feedback. Inside these breakout rooms, we actually um, have room facilitators. It's, it's timed, it's orchestrated. Um, it's all very well choreographed and we've worked at it for 10 years now, right? So we're, we're getting pretty darn good at this. But um, the power comes, like the learning at the beginning with the keynote is always fantastic. And then you go into these breakout sessions 
and you get to implement what the keynote speaker talked about and you get to talk about, okay, here's what else I need as a business owner and having time with minds and industries and business owners from all different walks of life. Some are coaches and consultants, some are brick and mortar store owners and you know, um, some are maybe ads managers or like you, a copywriter, Karen, and, you know, and, and you think, okay, I present this problem and I have all these minds go to work to solve the issue. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, sometimes it's as simple as, um, you want to bounce off that new lead magnet idea, or sometimes you want to bounce off this new speaking idea, or sometimes the question is, I need to be on more podcasts. Sometimes it's, I want to speak more. Does anyone have any connections to conferences that we could, that I could present at? You know, it depends on where you're at in business and what your needs are. And I encourage everyone to show up every month with three brand new needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's kind of how that process works uh, during the event. Yeah. I love that so much. I didn't really know Zoom had quite those robust of capabilities either. And it sounds to me like um, while it is, networking there's that masterminding masterminding aspect of it that's super valuable so yeah that's very cool um so you've been doing that for many years before you were doing it online and then you just start figured out a way to take that online that's very very cool um so is that a just for like logistics purposes and if anyone's interested is it a is it like a monthly membership is that kind of how that works oh okay it is cool yeah, so for the women in business, the Veranda Virtual Network is a membership site. We meet just the girls. Lots yeah. of fun uh, inside the veranda. The veranda is a beautiful name for your computer screen. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Be outside, and I love to be out in the garden. And I, I thought, well, what can we name this? And I'm like, the veranda. This yeah. is where we like to go to talk to our friends about what we're building and what we're yeah. doing. Um, the E&E group, the E&E Mastermind. It's a little more expensive of, of an experience. Both of them you can come to for free and test them out and see if it's oh, something cool. that you'd like to do. Yeah. Um, and, and then if it's something you want to stay involved with, you can uh, join us as members. Very cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure, uh, and we'll revisit this stuff at the end, but um, I'll make sure to include that information in, in the show notes for anyone who's interested, because I think, and, and just going back to sort of like the why of, of networking, um, because it is so, so, so important when I think a lot of people, and this is just what I see online, right, is everybody wants to start by focusing on growing their social media following. And, and um, they think the more followers they have, the more potential they have of, of being seen as an expert and, and the more leads are coming into their funnel and all this, and then they complicate it. Um, and it's not really going to be, in my opinion, in my experience, the fastest way to start converting and actually building a business and and the revenue that you need. What my experience has been is even not not taking networking as, um, as seriously as you do and as I should, is that that's been the thing that has made things happen in my business. And so I just want to go back to um, when you were talking about warm leads, because I think that's something that's really important for people to understand and, and you defined it really well. But what I love is the idea of it's a built in testimonial. You are vouching for someone else. And I think it's really important to kind of um, dive into that a little bit for people listening because uh, 
that's been my experience. As soon as somebody introduces me, if there's already the trust be built between the two people who are making the referral, then they're automatically more likely to trust me, right? So how can, how can we start creating those, I guess, how can we connect better with people and kind of start building that trust? What, what does that look like? Oh, I love that. So I have a great idea for everyone. So it's a great process to follow. So I would suggest that all of you write up something about your company that Aaron could share for you. Okay. So um, imagine writing something about your company. I, I love to, I just call this an elevator pitch um, essentially. So it's me writing about my company, but is that third person? If I write it like you yes. are writing it, yep. Aaron, yep. So I'm writing it in, I have to ask my F Aaron, the copywriter. <laughs> so I'm writing it in third person. Right. And so it would be me writing for Aaron. So I'm writing up um, something for her to send to her friend, Cindy. Right. So she would just put in hi, Cindy. And then I would have written something fabulous up about my company. Um, it would say something like, hi, Cindy. I just met Shelly Jorgensen. She's the owner of the Veranda Virtual Network. I thought this would be a fantastic opportunity for you two to meet. Um, you know, and having those words, you know, she runs an international networking experience just for women in business. They meet once a month. I felt like this would be a great um, opportunity for the two of you to meet. And then always having a call to action on there. Click here to get more information. So if you mm -hmm. have something prepared like that, that's an elevator pitch that you can easily share with someone, then they don't have to write. They don't have to make something up about your company, right? Mm -hmm. Then Aaron can just like, you know, copy, paste, and send, right? And, um, and she's now made a great introduction for you. So having your um, elevator pitch made before your event, and I actually have a full training on what to do before, during, and after a networking event to help give you these tools to help you go, oh, this is what I need to do to make this successful. Because, you know, the worst thing in the world to do, I think, to walk away from any networking event is to leave with a pile of business cards that sit on your desk and go nowhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've invested your time and money in going to that networking event, whether it's just the gas to drive there or the big ticket to go to it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a process to follow, like before you even go, what what you should be thinking about during the event, and then what to ha what should happen when you get home from that event. So to stop that pile of, of cards from yeah. just sitting on your desk. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's my favorite tip, tips is write up an elevator pitch about your company because people want to talk about you. As soon as they know you and they like you, what do they want to do? They want to share. Mm -hmm. right? and, and if you give them an easy way to share, then they most likely will. Yeah, if you if you I love that because if you pave pave the way for them and just take all the hurdles out of making the introduction, you know, it's I want to sing everybody's praises as soon as I meet somebody and and my mom is like my go-to. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I just talked to the coolest person," you know, and I tell her about it. But in order for me to sing their praises, it, I'm super busy, right? So it's like if they give me, like you said, a write-up in the third person about them, that makes it so easy for me to to spread the message, to make an introduction. So wonderful tip, yeah. Shelly. Yeah. yeah. So here's a question for someone who has overcome a lot of social anxiety. Um, and now it's like, I think maybe it's just being in my, my 30s or whatever, because it was a lot different when I was in my 20s. Now it's a lot easier for me to just get out there and meet people. What would you say to people who kind of build up networking in their head as like a big scary thing? 
Oh, very good. And can I first start? But I can see her right now. She looks like she's in her 20s, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. You deserve it. So um, there's a couple of things. One of my favorite testimonials for the veranda that I didn't even realize, she says, Shelly, I love the veranda because it's the perfect networking experience for introverts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, tell me what that means to you. Like why? And she said, well, when I go to a networking event, I'm scared about that pre-event chatter. I'm worried about who I'm going to have to sit with at lunch. Like I feel, she's like, in my mind, to go back to that third grader um, situation where I'm like, who's going to sit by me at the mm-hmm. lunch table or who, who will I, you know, who's going to sit, you know, who am I going to sit with? And, and so um, transitioning to a virtual space, you come to the event, you go through my process, you leave the event, right? And mm-hmm. you're connecting through a really systematic way of talking um, that allows really no fear, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to leave your office. So imagine, you know, going to any networking event, you have to buy a ticket, you have to fly there or drive there and go there. And then you have all this space that you're worried about. The part that, um, you know, the whole entire reason for me taking um, my networking experience into the online space was because for about six years, we had grown these two live networking events and never could I grow it past about 15% women in the room. Hmm. And I mean, I would hold lunches, I would take women out, I would be like, okay, we got this thing, and this and this, and we can never get the membership, even after almost 10 years now, I would still say 15% women, and that's about it. So I thought to myself, you know, if you're a woman, and you're listening to this, I thought to myself, what if there's a better way for women to connect? What if there's a way I can make it easier? And um, what if we just need a different way to connect a new way? And so that's when I thought, okay, that's what we're going to start with. We're going to start with this networking experience for women in business. And so that became the veranda. And now we're two years old, just over two years old. Um, women from Australia to Florida to Canada to, to California, you know, members of this uh, opportunity. And then, and then as, as the castle event came, that was for men and women. So the men and women from that event are now in their own mastermind. And so now I have both. Um, products available for men and women. And so, yeah, I think that um, that was the whole reason for the beginnings of all of this. I thought, what's the deal here? Where's all the crazy girls like me that yeah. are doing, you know, fun things? Let's go find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that like many things in our, our society and our history, um, it's kind of been framed up as networking is like that old boys club, you know, and, and maybe even if it's subconsciously, that's not what it is, but maybe a lot of women are intimidated. I know a lot of the networking uh, events I attend are mostly men, the in-person ones. So no, that's a wonderful, a wonderful mission. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been absolutely so fun to watch the women come out of everywhere. Yeah. Connect to each other and do, and, and me as the group owner and the facilitator of the experience, it's fun to watch just even on Facebook or LinkedIn as they comment on each other's posts, as they follow each other, as they cheer each other on, as they open doors for each other. Like it's, it's dreamy to me. It's, I always say it's better than dessert. When I make an introduction to two people 
that find success because of an introduction, I always say, oh, that's better than dessert. I mm -hmm. love that. I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. And the beauty of the online space, I think, and what you're doing is in networking locally. And yes, we can travel to, to networking events, but like you said, there's all kinds of other barriers there. But the beauty of online is you get to connect with people you may never otherwise connect with people, you know, in an in-person situation because your paths wouldn't cross like someone who's running a business in Australia if you're in Florida, for example. Um, and that's just the beauty of, of online business in general. I love it. Absolutely. I would have, I never knew I needed friends and collaborators in other continents until now, you know, Yeah. now I have them from everywhere. And, you know, I love to open doors like that for everyone I know, like, come on, let me, let me show you the world. They're right here. I'll bring them right into your office. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. So t I'm curious about, this was a thought that kind of cropped up while you were speaking is, um, I'm sure you've heard being in the, in the online space, especially like working with female entrepreneurs, the, the community over competition hashtag and, and sort of that movement around community over competition. Is that something that you see like people who are doing something very similar, offering similar services who might quote unquote be competitors, but instead they can use, uh, they can collaborate instead, like Tell, tell me what your experience has been with that. If Oh, that. I see what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. So um, my membership is a mix of coaches and consultants, probably a high percentage co coaches and consultants, um, a few um, service providers like the, you know, the um, copywriters, the Facebook ad people, the mm -hmm. LinkedIn specialists, all of those and mixed in with the brick and mortar business owners that are women. So um what happens when you bring competitors into a room to talk? Now, the, the secret sauce to making a relationship like that happen is one thing, and it is an abundant mentality. Mm -hmm. And if you can get your mind to believe that there's enough money, there's enough business, there's enough opportunity for you and the other people in the room to succeed, then you're at a whole new level. Mm -hmm. You're at a whole new level and you're ready to play with the big kids because um, it took me a while when I first started um, building these um, in-person networking events for Givent Executive Network. I did not have an abundant mentality. I didn't. I definitely was on the scarcity side. Um, I was raised in ag and an athlete. Mm -hmm. And so if I win at a game, then someone loses right mm -hmm. and in ag it's kind of is like that as well right we were we were dairy dairymen right as I grew up on a dairy farm milked a lot of cows fed <laughs> a lot of baby calves in the morning and um um i uh if the milk industry is making money then most likely the hay prices are down right mm -hmm. or the corn prices are low because there has to be an improved margin to make more money and mm -hmm. so it really is cyclic like that in the ag industry that uh, someone wins, someone loses almost every year. Like yeah. potato prices will be high, potato prices will be low. Like, and, and not every year do you end up uh, profitable. And so I didn't realize that between that and my love for athletics and sports and, and everything um, that I had probably a scarcity mindset. No, I'm going to win and you're going to lose, right? Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. so Gavent filled my life with people that believed in abundance. And that meant that a rising tide raises all ships, right? So you're in a harbor, the water comes in, the boats all go up together. Mm-hmm. Right? And so um, my goal is to bring you into that harbor, right? To rise with all those ships. Are all the ships painted the same color? Sometimes. Yeah. But guess what? They're all at different levels of like, how long have they been in business? What do they know? What are their expertise? Meaning you might go into a room with other coaches and consultants, but you will be amazed what you can learn from their expertise, what you can yeah. learn from, um, you know, oh, what are you doing for a lead magnet? What are you doing for this? And what are you doing for that? Because we provide this culture of abundance, then people aren't afraid to come into a room of competitors and go, hey, can you help me with this? I'm really stuck. Yeah. And I also, I also put in, you know, bring in, bring into the culture of, listen, this is not a perfect place. We're here. We're a place for you to bring your broken stuff. Like mm-hmm. we're, you know, you haven't earned the six, seven, eight figure level, whatever. We don't care. Like come talk with us and help, let us help you, let you help us. And that's, mm-hmm. that's who I like to surround you with. Yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. And and absolutely the way that I look at it as well. And, and one of the things that I think when I first started like freelancing and doing some consulting was also the, the place that I came from, it was like, you know, don't, don't connect with or recommend or talk about other writers or whatever, because maybe they'll get the business. And it's such a funny, like looking back on it, it's funny because now some of my closest collaborators are other people who do very similar things to what I do, because what happens is, well, there's so much work out there, truly. It is truly abundant, right? And there's so much work out there that when one of us is too busy, we can refer work to the other person and they're going to do the same thing for me. And so, I mean, we can't, we literally cannot serve the entire market and fulfill all of the needs out there. So I love that you you brought that up and, and that you take that approach, wonderful. Yeah, you're welcome. And I hope it helps everybody out there. It it was a stiff learning process for me. I didn't believe in it. I didn't. I, I, dang it. No, (laughs) I want to get to that. You know, I wanted to get to that at first, literally when I first went into the working world, I was like, no, I want to earn a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Want to earn a thousand dollars a month. And then I wanted to get to five and then 10. And then I'm like, okay, I want to make six figures, you know, and as you start to grow, that's, that's exactly what I wanted. And Um, I felt like it was tooth and nail for me to get there. But truthfully, what got me there is the better I serve people, the more money I made, like, Mm -hmm. and continues to be that way. The the higher that I serve, the higher level that I serve at, the the more income comes in. And, And I believe that same for everyone that's listening, especially if you're brand new in business, you know, it takes a minute takes a minute you know this overnight successes is a bunch of baloney like Mm -hmm. those people have been working their tails off they've been working their tails off for years behind the scenes to be this quote unquote you know overnight success and and most likely that'll be your story too that you'll work at it too but you but think think differently from the beginning and I promise you it'll help you I love that you bring that up because it's literally become like the secondary mission of this podcast as I interview people who I want to share their story with 
with others who are listening, who are new or aspiring entrepreneurs, the secondary mission is like, and other guests have brought this up and, and it's something I talk about is we don't know everything that went on before we hear about the quote unquote overnight success. So we hear people who went from zero to six figures in six months or a year or whatever, but they had 20 years in the industry or like you, they had a great network. So um, a network I think is really, really helpful for, for, you know, that growth. And so I just want to define network for our audience, although it's pretty self-explanatory. So a network is a group or system of interconnected people or things. And it is also a verb to interact with others, to exchange information and to develop professional or social contacts. So I don't have to define that for you. You're the networking expert. Um, but one of the things you and I talked about with networking that I thought was an interesting thing to touch on in this podcast, especially since um, it's a storytelling podcast is, and I'm interested to get a little bit more of this out of you, is someone said to you that what you do is sort of like storytelling networking. And so what do you mean by that? Is that something like, is that how people are connecting deeper? Like, let, let's kind of explore that a bit. Well, I think it's, it really does follow that linear process of no like, and trust, right? Um, yeah, I was at church the other day and, so, and the speaker was saying how his son was like, Hey, you know, dad, I hear you're going to go talk at this, this church. And, and, um, and, you know, he's like, sure. You want me to tell you what I'm going to talk about? He goes, no, but I want you to tell me a good story. Mm -hmm. Tell me a story. And so, and I think as you sit there and listen to someone's story, like when you hear of a, a learning experience that someone goes through, there's such a relationship built there. There's such a bond built there. And um, that falls perfectly in line with uh, the no like, and trust model of networking, right? Like, okay, if I tell you a story that my first business was selling dirty Idaho potatoes mm -hmm. alongside the streets of Idaho Falls, like out of the back of my minivan, like you're, and if I start with, hey, I rented a castle last year, you're probably like, uh, all right, who's, who does that stuff? Yeah. I start with, no, like, okay, 10 years ago, I was selling dirty Idaho potatoes out of the back of my minivan with my kids waving a cardboard sign. Like that was my first business. Yeah. And, um, and you tell the story of like how things happened or, and especially when it's relatable, exactly. right? Yeah. That's how we build a relationship. And that is networking. When you're telling a story, what are you doing? You're building a bond. You're yeah. being relatable. Yep. And then suddenly it turns into a networking opportunity. Yeah. So I 100% agree with you. That's why I, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, the storytelling aspect. I think when people can relate to the story you've told, even if it's not their exact experience, it's the human experience automatically they're going to feel connected to you in some way and it starts immediately building that no like and trust factor so totally agree Shelly um, this has been so wonderful and I know that we both have appointments coming up so I appreciate your time so much I know people are going to want to connect with you and learn more about your your um, networking and and the veranda and all of that so where is the best place for people to find you yeah, you can go to my website, shellyorgeson.com, and uh, just find me there. You can also search the brandednetwork.com that will find uh, me or executive networking events. Either one of those um, 
is easy to, for you to connect with me. So I look forward to reaching out and connecting with you and, and seeing if I can help you. You know, one of my biggest missions is, is taking, you know, I love to see a business owner go, go global. You know, mm-hmm. how can we take your expertise into the online space? It's a beautiful, big place where we all need to be doing business. So I hope that I hope that I can help you in, in your quest to grow that way. Um, so you so one of the things that you do also and tell me a little bit more about this, but because I know you mentioned you do something with Facebook Live for networking. What does that look like? Oh, yeah. So really, really fun. This is a free opportunity for anybody that wants to join. I call it my travel team. And my travel team goes from Facebook group to Facebook group. I like to work in really large Facebook groups. My largest currently is a quarter of a million uh, business owners. Um, The one I did yesterday had 1,100 business owners in it. Basically, um, come with me, uh, join the Facebook group that I'm leading. I call it a fingertip, fingertip networking group or fingertip networking event. Basically, all you have to do is watch me live with the host and let me boss you around, help you connect with the people in the group. And so you are just commenting, listening to what I'm asking you. Tell me about your business. What are your needs? How can we help each other? And um, the whole group is chiming in. And you being a part of my travel team, you get to go from group to group to group to group with me and just really explode your network. And you know, if you don't wanna be in a bunch of groups, you just leave them after our event. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. But what you've done is grow these powerful relationships right there live through a Facebook live networking event. Very simple, very fun. So come, uh, come get involved. You can find out about that on any of my websites. You can find me um, and join my travel team. That sounds really exciting and a great structured way to join and make use of Facebook groups because I think a lot of people join Facebook groups and then don't know how to leverage them. So that sounds wonderful. It's very true. And you as a group owner, it really helps up your engagement, helps them connect with each other, helps you get to know the people that are in your group and then get to know you as well. So it's a really fun way. A lot of Facebook groups, the one that's that qualify for me to come back to, um, we'll do this on a, on an ongoing basis. And, um, it's been, you know, our, our one, we had 5,000 views when we had 3,500 views. These are all organic, no yeah. emotion at all. And so a lot of fun. The travel team is a blast. So Wonderful. I do those just about every single week. So yeah, feel free to come join the travel team. Love to have you. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Thank you. I love what you're doing, Shelly. I'm going to put all your information in the show notes so people can just click and find you. And I highly recommend going and checking out um, what Shelly's doing. I know I'm going to take you up on that offer for a, a free exploratory um, Ooh, yes, session. Yes, I'd yeah. love to have you. Yeah, I'd love it. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you for your time. And um, I know this isn't, uh, this isn't the end of it. This isn't goodbye. I'll, I'll see you inside your group. Perfect. All right. Goodbye, everyone, and good luck in everything you're doing. You can do it. Don't quit. Love it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you want to learn better branding and communication skills or more about this podcast, please visit www.candidlyerin.com or just say the word podcast.com. You can also find me everywhere on social media at candidlyerin. And make sure to use the hashtag, just say the word in your social media posts so I can see your stories of resilience, transformation, and lessons learned because your story matters. Remember, 
Your story is your legacy. Everybody has a story and the world should hear yours.